We are live. Um, welcome to episode, wow, series, what are we on? Series five, episode four. Yes. a lot of live lunch, don't we? Um, it's exciting. Um, today I am joined by the lovely Toby Ford Weston, um, father of one son. Yes. And married to Nina. Yes, indeed, yes. And um, how is parenting, Mom? How is parenting? Do you want the, the honest truth? I don't yeah, go for it. Is. It is hard. Oh. It's hard, people. Sorry, I probably should have shouted into the mic <laughs> to realise that. Apologies. It is hard. I'm not getting any sleep. Pray for me. Oh. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, didn't expect that, did you? No, I really didn't. No, but um, it's a joy. It's a joy as well. We, it's a joy. Yeah, I love hearing He started that. smiling. And he smiles at me, and uh, he smiles more at Nina, uh, which is fine. Um, but occasionally he smiles at me, and it makes okay. my day. It's like, ah, oh, it's all worth it. And how old now? He is two months old. Today! Today is his two-month oh. birthday. He was born on the 10th of January. Today's the 10th of March, right? It's the 10th today. So it's yes. two months today. Wow. Oh. Better post something online to yeah. commemorate. That's exciting. That's really exciting. Well, as you guys can tell, um, we have not got any food on the table today um, because we are on our second day of three days of prayer and fasting as a church. Um, we are doing this across all the sites in Brighton. And it's absolutely incredible to just be part of that journey with everyone, isn't it? It's like, and we're leading up to um, to Big Wednesday Big happening Wednesday. tomorrow night. And if you were there at the last one, you will know that it's something you do not want to miss. It's incredible. We just get to pray with everyone um, from across Brighton, Emmanuel, and just seek God for the life of the church. And um, I'm so excited. I'm excited um, as well. It's yeah. Be awesome. And if you if you signed up for our email um, updates, you'll be seeing that we're getting through. Uh, we're going through the prayer of Jabez, and there's little devotionals there for you to go through breakfast, lunch, and dinner each day. Um, I'd highly recommend getting on that really good mm. um but yeah we also had our Emmanuel women last sun last saturday there's so much going on in the life of the church right now <laughs> it's so exciting um i wore a wig and was dressed as yeah. one of the sort of waitresses there and um it was really good Toby had a great day um what was your favorite talk i probably shouldn't say that um <laughs> <laughs> no i wasn't there no but i've heard it really good things it was a really good day and um, we were joined shout out by... to Liv palamaki apparently she did really well yeah, so there were seminars in the, um, uh, that we had lots of different people from Emmanuel speaking. Um, we also were joined by um, Caroline Holly and Lou Fellingham. And um, will, the, will the talks be going out? Yeah, talks will be going out online. So if you weren't there or wanted to catch up um, on a seminar, maybe you didn't get to go to, you can do that soon. Um, one last thing before we like dive in. Um, we have a gift day coming up yes, this Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and yeah, so we've got lots of videos going out at the moment. Um, but if you wanted to just find out more about what we're doing, we are uh, raising money for a number of um, church plants, um, some very new, some um, without location yet. Um, and you can go on to weareemmanuel.com forward slash gift day and find out more there, watch more videos, some fun videos of people eating chips. It's all there. Love chips. It's all there. It's good. We're not eating chips right now though. No. Sorry about that. No. No. It's all good. Um, right, well, we were joined by you on Sunday at New England, um, <laughs> and it was incredible. Thank you so much. Mm, oh, um, could you possibly give us a quick overview of what you spoke on? A quick overview. Well, um, we were um, <clears throat> looking at the story um, uh, with Jesus, uh, where he has something of a confrontation with his mother and brothers, uh, and just really exploring about um, friends, but more particularly family, how family can influence us and, and what happens when there's a, a conflict 
uh, between uh, family and, and kind of the will of God. Mm. Uh, and the reality is that that will happen um, mm. occasionally, even if you have parents are Christians, and that may well happen. And, and looking at that, I, I think for me, that the, the main thing that was, um, uh, the, I guess there's two main points I wanted to make. Uh, the first one was the tension uh, between honouring uh, mother and father, which is uh, in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and when Jesus kind of says, whoever loves mother and father more than me isn't worthy of me. And so there is a tension um, there. And um, I think Jesus calls us to to nevertheless walk that tension of truly mm-hmm. honouring um, our, our parents, whether they're with us or whether they're departed, whether they're good parents or whether they weren't good parents. Um, but also to, to, to be um, kind of, ruthlessly dedicated to him yeah um i I guess that would be my that was my first point and the second point was just this is just one of my it's one of those scriptures for me anyway i've read many times like many of the viewers and um just as i was preparing just looking at the the beauty of jesus stretching out his hand towards Mm. his disciples i mean it's just it's amazing and just thinking that you know no matter what we've done if we are in him, if we believe we've given our lives to him, mm-hmm. um, he stretches his hands out to us. He doesn't, he doesn't fold his arms to us, even when we've sinned, even when we persist in sin. No, no, he's, if there's breath in our lungs, he is stretching out his hand to us. And it's like, wow, he's not ashamed to call us brothers mm-hmm. and, or sisters. Um, so, yeah, those were, that's, that's the really preach. Cool. And you're saying how honour your mother and father is now your new favourite uh, Bible verse. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, that verse, yeah. I tell you. As soon as your child comes out, you're like, ooh, that's really good now. Yeah. Um, I, heard, I heard this, I make jokes about it. Um, this is the most quoted verse in my home growing up. Um, you'd hear honour your mother and father four times before breakfast. Wow. Yeah, especially in Nigerian home, African home, mm. I should say. Um, so the Africans out there feel my pain. Um, <laughs> but it is, a, it is just a great verse. And um, yeah. what I find funny about it is in Ephesians, when it talks about honour your father and mother, it also talks about parents not exasperating your kids. Um, but they forget that one, our parents, don't they? Ah, but um, it's in there. There we go. <laughs> yeah. um, so I have a few questions for you. Um, first one is, uh, what is or was your relationship like with your father and mother and how important are or were their words to you? Mm, yeah, so um, my situation is probably a little different to the average. Um, I was adopted. Um, I was adopted as a baby. Uh, so my father and mother, who I call father and mother, are my adopted father and mother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they, they did the best that they could uh, for me, just like most parents, they try, try their best. I think that um, as, I've, as I grew up there, and particularly as I got married, um, uh, there were some cultural differences because mm-hmm. uh, my mother is uh, Nigerian um, and she very much uh, sort of took the lead um, in the relationship. She's a strong woman, God bless her. And um, But there were, I think, a lot of cultural misunderstandings and I think that um, uh, that that's played itself out in our marriage somewhat. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's been quite tricky trying to, like I say, honour parents by actually saying, well... No, and it's more than just, uh, I, I think sometimes cultural things, no culture is necessarily better than the other in, in one in one respect, um, but it's if a cultural thing clashes with kind of the word of God thing rather than, mm. you know, I like blue, you like red. It's it's more profound than that sometimes. Uh, and so working that, walking that line has been, uh, has been challenging, but um, yeah. yeah, God's been really present with it for us. That's so good. 
Um, and like, is there anything that you've learned from your parents that you really want to bring into parenting, I guess? <laughs> yeah. My, um, some, when I when I preach, um, there's often a story about my mother in there. Uh-huh. Uh, she's just... really like the suit that she got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is. I've got stories of twenty years for on my on my mum and how funny she is and how mm-hmm. um, just crazy things that she's done that are just hilarious. That just that was just day to day life. And mm-hmm. I, I think that um, it was fun being her son. Still is. Yeah. And uh, I want my son to. Uh, look up at me and think my dad's just he's a bit crazy in a good way but he's a, a barrel of laughs and uh, mm-hmm. I'd love for him to have stories to tell of me one day mm-hmm. godly stories and also course, funny stories of course um I guess uh, what was it like for yourself I mean yeah um personally I I was grown I grew up in a non-christian household um so when I became a Christian um it was all kind of soft at the start like uh, they were like oh that's cool yeah like you going to church and then when it when it became like I'm going to church, I'm going to a small group, I'm going to all these things. It was like, oh, you're spending a lot of time at church, like you're giving to the church, like these kind of things. And it, um, yeah, I had to, I had to battle with that. But yeah. I think um, even like when I got married, uh, sorry, when I got engaged, it was like, oh, you're getting engaged and you're 22. Like it, mm. that was just like, but why don't you live with him first? That kind of thing. Mm. Um, all stuff that I had to battle with, but I think... I've really loved being part of church and like understanding who like my spiritual mothers and fathers are and um, Mm, brothers and mm. sisters and just like really getting into the word and hearing what my heavenly father has to say. Um, I think I've really battled with honor your mother and father Mm. because I want to respect them Mm. um, and I don't want to let them down. Mm. But um, quite a lot of the time respecting them in a godly way doesn't exactly look like what they would want. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm still walking that line. Yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and there's grace, isn't there, from, from God, and um, we we can we can only. I mean, it's something that I, I kind of pray about quite. It's kind of a regular part of my prayers. I'll often pray it because mm. I just I just see it. It's so key to. It's so important to God our relationship with the family, and, and I try. Mm. I, what I say to myself is, I I would rather be. Um, too gracious uh, than sort of too harsh I'd rather Jesus say you were too gracious and too harsh I'd rather walk the line perfectly of course but Mm -hmm. and so when there is uh, miscommunication or misunderstanding actually just saying you know what being quick to forgive being quick to Mm -hmm. um, to uh, uh, offer an olive branch if that were to ever Mm -hmm. happen and um, just because I want to be right with God God I want to honour them Mm. Um, and I think as well what can um, be the case is we, we might think honour your parents if they're honourable um, actually especially um, in a generation like now when um, you know kids are growing up without fathers in particular um, you know uh, they still need to be honoured God, God says honour your mother and father not if they were mm. good or bad or helpful or unhelpful but honour them and um, and we we it, we do well to find ways, even if it's just very simple uh, ways of, you know, not criticising them in public, um, mm. etc. Just things like that. That is a form of honouring yeah. and uh, and it pleases the heart of the Father if done in yeah. faith. I think what's also really exciting about it all is that, like, I get to be a light in my family and, like, you know, I'm like a first-generation Christian in my family. Mm. And um, 
I get to be a light. It's like even in the workplace, you know, if you're the only Christian in your workplace, you get to be a light in the workplace. Um, So I I see it as an opportunity, if anything. Yeah, Yeah. and it is is exciting. I don't know if these terms are, are helpful. They're probably not, so I probably shouldn't use them, but to be a, something of a patriarch or a, a matriarch um, uh, to be starting something new um, almost saying right this this line is is we are Christians and my children I'm going to raise in the love and joy and fear of, of, of the Lord Jesus and that is exciting for me and something that I do is um, obviously I mentioned I have a son um, I wouldn't be the first father to pray for his son um, but I pray every time I pray for my son I don't just pray for my son I pray for all of my children that I may or may not have and I pray for the lines, the generations that are going to come uh, from myself and my wife Nina. So I'm praying for dozens, hundreds, thousands of generations until Jesus returns or until the the generations Mm -hmm. die out. Um, For key, there's three key things I pray for them to have pure hearts, sincere faith and a a clear conscience. Um, And that's what I want the Ford Western name, whatever that means, to be known for, um, ultimately for knowing Jesus in these ways. So I just think it's just a good thing to be thinking about the legacy. And so I'm all about that, especially when I have a son. It's like, this is kind of my legacy. So I want to put in input into you all the good, wise prayers I can and and your children, etc. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So I was going to ask another question. so are you doing the will of the Heavenly Father? <laughs> <laughs> Direct question. Um, well, <laughs> how do you answer this question? Was really it was my question, question as well. <laughs> oh, I stumped myself. Um, so am I doing the will of the Heavenly Father? I would say yes and no. Okay. Uh, I don't think anyone can fully say yes because surely that would imply an element of uh, sinlessness, um, perhaps, um, which no one can attain to if anyone thinks they're sinless they're deceiving themselves I believe it says in 1 John um but then yes I am because um I know what God's called me to Uh, I know God has called me to uh lead and preach uh be a big brother uh, be a Mm -hmm. father increasingly as I get older and um I'm doing that and there Mm. are people that um have there's fruit there of um of that so uh so I think I am, and that gives me great encouragement. When yeah. sometimes when I'm praying, um, I I I feel like you know what I, I I'm happy because there was a time in my life when I knew I wasn't doing the will of the Father. I knew I was no, not following Him, but I gained great comfort thinking, do you know what I'm doing the thing I I'm called to do. Yeah, I know I am, and um, and will I be doing what I'm doing now forever? Probably not. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But I know for this season, whatever that looks like, which kind of looks like what I'm doing right now, I feel I have a great comfort from the Father thinking, yeah, you are. That's and good. so I'm repenting of my sin, I'm in community, I'm coming to church, I'm trying to exercise my gifts where I can and, and be yeah. holy. Um, and so broadly speaking, I would say I am, but um, that's taken time. It's mm-hmm. taken lots of input from older, wiser people. It's taken a few rebukes, um, a few tellings off um, to me over the years and um all of that has shaped me to becoming kind of a a man i suppose so i guess um understanding the will of the father for for your own life Mm. um how has that played out when you've had like friends or family clash with what they wanted for you yeah that's a really good question um when when i was um 
uh, when I was younger, um, I, I, I did law. So I, I pursued the career path of law. I did it because I was good at it. Um, mm -hmm. And kind of that was a big thing that my family wanted to um, encourage me to do. If you are from an African family, you can either be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, or you're a disgrace to the family. It's kind of like that. <laughs> um, uh, I kid. Um, but it, there is an emphasis on these careers because, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're good careers. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so I pursued that path and I, I went even to law school. Um, but I, I didn't feel that it's what God wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. um, I did it because it was the will of my family. Um, but I felt the will of the Father was different. It actually came to a point when I went to law school and I, I, I failed. And wow. I paid £14,000. And it was just a waste of money. <laughs> and I fell spectacularly on my face. And, and coming back to my family, having you know, with the F word, having failed, it's, 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 it's a real shame. Mm. Um, not My family were gracious, don't get me wrong, but you know, you feel ashamed of yourself. You, you wanted to at least complete the, court, um, the stuff. But that was a real defining moment for me in my life, uh, specifically thinking, do you know what? Um, I want to do what God wants me to do. Mm. Um, I don't want to waste... 14,000 pounds again. I don't want to um, waste time. Um, and that doesn't mean that I won't fail again. I'll fall flat mm -hmm. on my face. I probably will. Um, but at least I'll have that that peace, you know, that, you know what, I think I'm pretty sure this is what I need to be doing right now. Mm -hmm. And so that was a, a big moment for me. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah and I think, like, um, there's, there'll probably be a lot of uh, students right now as well, kind of in that, not even just students, but people in similar positions, even just listening right now, feeling like they're doing something because it's um, it's worldly accepted um, mm. and like uh, it's it's put on a podium as like something that you you want to go after that yeah. um, and that they've got desires in their hearts that God has given them for other mm. things and um, I can definitely testify to that um, but it's so exciting when we get to do the will of the Father yeah. <laughs> it's so good it's like it's what you you just know what you've been made for look mm. some I, I said on, on Sunday um, you if you're a Christian and you want to follow the will of the Father you, you mm -hmm. will look foolish sometimes you will look weird um particularly to, to friends and especially family if they don't quite believe or understand um who we are um and i think i'm getting more comfortable um as i grow older maybe i'm 32 mm -hmm. um i'm growing more comfortable looking odd um not for the sake of being odd and we don't want to be uh, foolish and kind of be unwise and, and you know be odd for the sake of it that's not mm. commendable um but I'm actually just saying, do you know what? This is it, actually, mm. and uh, I'm comfortable. And you get a piece that kind of surpasses understanding as well when you're you're doing that will. That's really cool. And um, so in your preach, you're also talking about um, Jesus um, and his outstretched hands. Mm. Um, so I guess how have you how have you experienced that in your own life of uh, Jesus outstretching his hand to you? Oh man, <laughs> that that yeah. is like oh that is this. That's a book, each one of us, not just for me, that's, you know, he's, in, in one sense, the fact that we have breath in our lungs right now is him outstretching his hand, like mm. literally, like you have another opportunity to, to know him or, or, you know, if you're not yet a Christian, to, to, to come into faith. Um, so he's outstretching his hands every day, you know, his mercies in you every morning. Um, church, I mean, just when I come to church, again, I'm... I'm a bit philosophical because I've obviously had a child and you think a lot about things and I just, as I get older, the more I love the church and I mm. love it when it looks 
at its weakest. Like some Sundays I come in and, um, you know, everyone's tired in the morning, Sunday morning, or, you know, something hasn't gone according to plan or something's dropped or a baby's crying or the sound isn't working or the bum note. Of course, you would never sing a bum note, Megan. Um, and I sometimes I'm just there and I look back and think, I love this. Like, I just love this. Yeah. This is it. This is like what pleases Jesus. Like, I love it so much. Mm. And so just coming in and having world-class Bible teaching, I'm not, <laughs> not referring to myself, but like from <laughs> the, the other guys um, that preach, I think, wow, gosh, what a blessing. Mm. Like 15 minutes from where I live, I get to sit here and Jesus yeah. is outstretching his arms in such a clear way in my face. Um, yeah, so uh, that's, that's another. Friends, I could talk about my friends, my wife. I mean, just... He's outstretching his arm to me and to all of us in so many ways. And um, But ultimately, um, all because he stretched out his hands on the cross, as mm-hmm. I mentioned in the preaching. Um, God is nothing to us um, except through Jesus Christ. He's absolutely nothing. He's not a father to us. He's nothing mm-hmm. except through Jesus Christ and his outstretched arms. Mm-hmm. And um, I love I love the fact he did that for, for me, for us. And, um, mm-hmm. and he will stretch out his arms again um, as we enter into eternity saying you know welcome into the enter the joy of the master it says so in one of the the parables the parable of talents and um and yeah that's what that's what heaven is just god's outstretched arms to his children and um peace and tranquility forever so so i mean i could answer that question in so many ways but those are just a few that come to my mind so as christians and people in the church how can we be outstretching our hands to others um Mm. and reflecting what jesus has done to us yeah, I think this is just so important. Um, we don't exist to be um, church's bomb shelter. We don't want to just be about, oh yeah, we're in the clique and, you know, go away everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. We, we want to outstretch our arms. And I think just being, um, just coming to church on a Sunday, uh, so often um, I myself, there have been times when over the years I've come to the church on Sunday riddled with guilt or shame or whatever and Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about myself and kind of it's all about me 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 my sin and yeah there's a certainly a place for that I mean goodness gracious if church isn't the place to be considering that then where is but actually um approaching a Sunday with who can I serve who can I help um that's not saying that we don't Mm -hmm. deal with sin or deal with our fears or anxieties or whatever we may be going through but actually saying you know what there'll be other people that need me to be the mother sister brother father um Mm -hmm. to them and so practically uh just very simply just talking to people Mm -hmm. around you you know it's awkward look i'm naturally an introvert believe it or not and you know when it's yeah i'm a loud introvert that's how i describe (laughs) myself um talking to the person to the left of you or to the right of you especially if they're new um it's just so it's just it's just massive that's that's what happened to me very very briefly my friend tom walker i came to church uh 14 years ago i got i just came by myself i didn't even know existed i got a taxi etc i sat down i didn't know anyone i didn't want to speak to anyone and my friend tom walker in shoreham he started speaking to me with this thick northern accent and I was like we couldn't be more different leave me alone (laughs) um but he pursued me he bullied me into coming to small group texting me coming 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 and um if it wasn't for him I'd probably be dead in a ditch somewhere (laughs) or Mm. or you know maybe that's an extreme you know but I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now and I Mm -hmm. think goodness gracious because someone just thought about me rather than themselves and and, and, you know stretched Mm. out their hand to me um my eternal destiny is is changed 
and perhaps uh, a few people, um, are, you know, through me, their mm. destinies have changed as well. So you just never know. And mm. so just stretching out your hand to the people that are next to you, um, not being um, so focused on our cliques, mm -hmm. um, although they're great to have genuine fellowship, but actually thinking about the, the one outside the pen mm. as well as the 99. That reminded me of a story. Um, I was driving with someone in California a few weeks ago and they were sharing about when they just became a Christian and they went back to school and um, and they went up to this the, the group of the of the Christians they'd like grown up in Christian families that kind of thing that's they were known as like the Christian group yeah. um, and he went up to them and was like why didn't you tell me why didn't you tell me and they were like what are you talking about and I was like um, why didn't you tell me about Jesus I was gonna like actually he was gonna um, commit suicide the week beforehand wow. and um, he, he found Jesus at the weekend and when he was sharing the story with me I was like wow I don't share Jesus enough and I don't mm. outstretch my hands to people mm. enough like not saying that it's a, a legalistic thing or mm. a performance thing but I just got really convicted by it I was like wow we can you know even just offering um a coffee and lending an ear to someone yeah, like it's yeah. it's can be can be a make or break kind of thing yeah. and it's really yeah it's exciting to be able to give have that opportunity to do that for people yeah, yeah, I mean, it's such a privilege to be able to join with Jesus, to stretch out our hands. Mm. I mean, we are his body after all. We are his hands and feet. And, and so to do that, it's, it's just the gospel. He stretches hands out to us and therefore we can we can do the same and, and join in with him. It's a great privilege. Mm. Mm. It's so exciting. Well, um, sadly, we've come to the end of today's um, episode. But as I say, there's so much going on in the life of the church right now. So um, uh, tomorrow is Big Wednesday. This Sunday, we've got our gift day. Um, and we'll be back next Tuesday for Live Lunch um, episode five. five. There we go. Thank you so much for joining us, Toby. And My we'll pleasure. see you soon.